This episode of Ear Buddies is brought to you by Glazer Images. They're ready to make your dreams permanent. They'll capture them forever, and then they won't give them back. It's Glazer Images. I'm Gwyneth Paltrow. And I'm Brian Eno. And this is Ear Buddies. <sighs> hey, buddy. Hey, buddy. It's all been leading to this. <laughs> this this might be why we do it, Tim. This might be why we've done it all. This episode. This is the one. This is it. This is the culmination of 29 episodes of Ear Buddies. We have been patient in our control of ourselves Mm -hmm. not to do this sooner. We have been measured. We have been clear-headed. We have been nuanced. We have been restrained. We have held ourselves back, but no more. No more. Like Armstrong and uh, Bezos and Shatner before us. (laughs) Pal, it's time to blast off. It's time to lift off (laughs) through the stratosphere (laughs) into, into low space or whatever it's called. And, and out, out, bud. We're out of here. Why am I playing this song still? Let's get out of here. Sometimes I just can't take it. I mean, get me out of the, get me out of our solar system. Heck, take me somewhere. I don't know. A different galaxy, a nebula. I don't know. It's Coldplay, buddy. <laughs> it's Coldplay. Can you believe it, dude? Coldplay, look how far they've come. They've, they are such an incredible group of, of boys. Mm. Four of them. And, uh, and look, I don't know if we were, we may have been poking some gentle fun at them, uh, one minute ago we may have been actually in awe of their abilities uh i'm not sure <laughs> who's to say uh but but look coldplay uh there we we've got to talk about them don't you agree oh pal <sighs> i thought perhaps that we would never have a real excuse to talk about coldplay on this podcast cuz we, t- mm. we try not to just pick any old thing, generally. Right, right. Um, and you think about Coldplay, right? Like, they their last two or three or four albums have kind of just been for the Coldplay heads, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, but and now... Which, which yeah. let me just say, so everyone, we're all on the same page here. Mm-hmm. Tim, you and I, we're big Coldplay heads, man. I mean, we... I cut our teeth. 
I mean, it's got to be up in the in the 99th percentile. Yeah, I, that's, I, that's a big yeah. part of our DNA. So. Yeah, no, it, it is. And we'll get into it. Uh, yes. But, but I figured there would really be no reason except sort of our passion to talk about Coldplay. But, sure, buddy, sure. they just had their second number one debut on the Billboard charts a few weeks ago. They're back. And we're we're allowed to talk about them. We're allowed to talk. I think now we must talk about them. Now, some good synergy here because they only reached number one, probably because uh, the boys of BTS joined them for uh, their latest single called My Universe. There's a paradise that couldn't capture that bright infinity inside your eyes. Never ending forever, baby. Uh, so they're, you know, they're riding that, uh, they're riding that K-pop wave. They understand. They, yeah. they, they know which way the wind is blowing. Yeah, exactly. They they see a gravy train. They hop right on. Respect. <laughs> and so I think we just have to talk about Coldplay, which just released uh, a new album. It's called Music of the Spheres. Mm, ambitious. <laughs> well, buddy. <laughs> That's right. Listen, when have they ever not been? <laughs> when have they ever not been? Okay, like you said, we we are big Coldplay heads. Have been for a long time. I, before we before we pick apart our past, I want to just ch- take your pulse. Like, where are you on Coldplay today in 2021? How are you feeling? Um, Tim, so I keep up for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'll say, here's what I'll say. I don't think that they're making records for me anymore. Yeah. Who are they making records for, pal? Uh, the United Nations. (laughs) Um... Doctors Without Borders. Yes. Um, you know. The Peace Corps. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Apple commercials, perhaps. Soccer teams. Yes. I think that's pretty much right. Mean, mean but fair. Mean but fair. <laughs> My heart Coldplay is very important to me because they are the first band that I openly declared my favorite band. Mm -hmm. The year was 2000 when they released their first album. And you listen to it now and... Hmm... You listen to this album now, and it feels like being in the room from the book Room. (laughs) Does that make sense? Yeah, it does to me, but I would love if you would keep talking a little bit about that. Tease that out a little bit. Poor Chris. He was... He was trapped with no synthesizers. All he had was a guitar and a piano and a bass and his and his drums and his little voice, his sweet British voice. Uh, and they had to just write songs. Darn it, they couldn't. Uh, they couldn't create soundscapes. They couldn't create <laughs> entire galaxies. Yes, sonic galaxies at this stage. But you know they wanted to. You can hear it. Uh, 
And so there is just this, um, I mean, almost sexual tension that you can hear on this album of, <laughs> of, man, we just really wish we could play in a gigantic stadium. Right. Well, yeah, man, this chorus. Oh, yeah. This chorus, you can tell, you know, like they're shooting for the stars already. Exactly. Uh, Coldplay, big, you know, admitted acolytes of U2. You can hear it in the guitar tone. You can hear it in the, in the gigantic choruses. You can hear it in the sort of need to unite the world in song. Certainly. Buddy, as a little eighth grade dummy, little nerd, a little doofus in eighth grade, 2003 or whatever, this was it, man. This was it. Tim, uh, you this, know, it's... Uh, I wasn't kissing girls. I was listening to Coldplay. <laughs> it's great to be able to uh, hold hands and walk down memory lane with you a little bit <laughs> while also having a, a greater point. So, mm-hmm. because, yeah, you know, you, uh, as you know, and... Yeah. I mean, as our listeners could perhaps guess, you were the one who turned me on to Coldplay, and I became a huge Coldplay fan, and we uh, we loved them, didn't we, man? We went to some shows, some we sort of some life-changing, life-changing concerts in Minneapolis. <laughs> I was just thinking um, about that concert. Had a had a beautiful time. Yeah, spiritual um, and, experience. Yeah. Yes, uh, and I think that's exactly what they intended. Um, <laughs> so, kudos to Chris and the boys. Well, um, right. So, I'm, so okay. So we've played some songs from their first album, second album, third album. The year's two thousand five, and which song do we get? Oh no! They've still got it. It's. <laughs> When you try your best, but you don't succeed. I'm just gonna jump to the freaking. Yeah, here we go. Here we go. This is non-denominational praise music, baby. <laughs> I'm sorry. Easy for me to get wistful thinking about this stuff. <laughs> The point we need to make with Coldplay is that much as I love them, as as important as they are to me and really to who I am and, and who you who you are, who we are as pals, I think we have to give Chris some notes today. Yes. Yep. We got to give him some notes, and the notes that he he, he needs to hear this. Someone in his life has to say this to him. <laughs> This is such an enormous climax. And it's why this song was thebomb.com. And they got a taste of this, right? This was their first really big, big, big ballad. They, of course, had clocks. And everybody loved clocks. Everybody loved Yellow. But this song really did something for people. Because it's this, it's this release of, uh, of feelings. And that, my friend, was the first time, I think, that Chris Martin got a taste of that sweet, that sweet drug. And he couldn't <laughs> get enough. He couldn't get enough. Every Coldplay song after this. I mean, all we're doing is chasing a climax. We need it. We need to explode again into a beautiful confetti of stars. <laughs> and uh, and they did so often. Um oh. They, they. I mean, I think Chris 
and the boys achieved. The, they they kept chasing that high, and they kept uh, getting that high. Yeah, right. They say you can't, you know, ever match the feeling of the fir- of the first high, but mm, I think if you're Coldplay, you can. Well, if you're Coldplay, it takes a, a bit longer for yeah. the returns to start diminishing. I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, however. That's part of our point, because there does come a time <laughs> when the returns do start diminishing. It, it, it pains me to even say this, because it, in some way, Matt, it still works for me. I listened to Music of the Spheres today, straight through, mm-hmm. and... I I read some reviews and you you want to know something pal? People aren't enjoying this album. The critics <laughs> are not enjoying this album. Yeah, I mean, doesn't shock me. But I I can't I can't resist. There's something about There's something about, I don't know, it's it's it hits my lizard brain in a certain way. And and I'm into it. Buddy, I want it. I'm, I'm playing this, this uh, soundscape behind me is the intro to the 10-minute track, which closes out Music of the Spheres. It's called Coloratura. And... Isn't that just so them? <laughs> Isn't it? It's It's just It's just so them. They by now they know who they are. Yes. And when Chris Martin learns that there's a word in the dictionary called coloratura. <laughs> when he finds a cellar door like that, Buddy, you know yes. it's going to be a 10-minute long song. He has that's, to do it. it. That's absolutely right. That's the impulse. And I, you know what? I totally get the impulse. Uh, I had that same impulse when I was 14, I think. And I, I <laughs> did get over it. But then again, I didn't have a band uh, <laughs> to really accomplish that goal with. Or millions of fans in Brazil. So... Everyone before us is there welcoming us now It's the end of death and doubt And loneliness is out And you mentioned those fans in Brazil Listen to this song, pal This is the song Infinity From the new album I mean, when we say, when I say that Coldplay knows who they are, I mean they are like a Marvel movie in their in their willingness to dole out fan service. This is a three and a half minute song that is built around the Olay chant that they get when they play in Brazil. <laughs> okay. Wow. I, I'm i hearing these songs for the first time now, Tim. Uh, I haven't checked out the new album. And my initial two thoughts are, <laughs> boy, that is incredible fan service and and secondly uh it also it also does something for me i don't hate it i do i i have i admit that i like it you know like i i'm we're so familiar by now with Mm -hmm. with their choices and their decisions and their you know with production and writing and atmosphere and everything uh where I'm not gonna I'm not gonna not like it 
I know I know it's dumb, <laughs> but yeah, I but still <laughs> like it. And that's okay. That's okay, but I think we we have to acknowledge in this episode that most people don't, and I think most people stopped liking it maybe right around the time that I started liking it. <laughs> Listen, okay, Tim, thank you for bringing that up because that's mm. exactly, that's, I think, sort of the the hook here and not not necessarily for you and I on a personal level but as far as the history of Coldplay and uh, what they're doing now and why uh, you know why does nobody really care yeah I wanted I, I want to dive into that a bit here yeah let's it's interesting to look at their discography because their first one of course we have parachutes mm-hmm and then we have a rush of blood, blood to the, to the head. head, and those uh, were very. They were solid, like Brit rock, Brit pop albums. Yep. Right? Yep. They came up with uh, bands like Blur and Radiohead and Travis, <laughs> which is not anyone anyone thinks about. But like these these British pop bands, and and a lot of them had uh, sort of a heavier usage of piano than normal. Yep. Um, and like you know, good good choruses, good choruses, good right, uh, right. Catch, catchy stuff, and they were just part of that pack for a while, um, and then X and Y comes out, not yeah. not incredibly different, but definitely you know a, a touch more. Oh, but um, definitely, yeah, they're they're starting to. They're they're doing their pre-launch maneuvers. Yes, ex- absolutely right. This is like not. Yeah, check all the instrument panels and make sure everything's working. Yes, and then of course we all know what comes next, which is uh, "Viva La Vida" or "Death and All His Friends." I was so. Um, Captured by the way Coldplay would not just release an album, but they would release a an aesthetic. Yes, they would release a, a color story. They would release, uh, you know, uh, an emoji template. Like, yes. I mean, they would. It was the they they. I, I mean, I know, and you know, you and I talked about this when we were but young men. But like, <laughs> it it was so impressive, and honestly, remains impressive. That uh, every new branding uh, aesthetic overhaul that they do is all-encompassing. Yes, and uh, they are worldwide, and they know they know what they're doing. They're so yeah. Uh, oh, they know exactly what they're doing, and they're very smart. When they play this song live, Matt, you, how could we forget uh, the drummer Will Champion? He is. Pounding away on what looks like the Liberty Bell. Up there on stage, it's the coolest thing in the world. And they're all wearing rag clothes, you know, just dirty old rags. Yeah, French for Revolution. They just, right, they just came off the streets. You know, they were fighting. And now they're writing some songs. It's, It's so cool. Right, so Viva La Vida comes out. Next up, you get Milo Xyloto, which are words that don't exist. Yep. You can feel Coldplay completely detaching from Mother Earth here. Yep. That's right. They have, yeah, they've lifted off now. And you know the interesting thing that that I think about with uh, kind of tracing this timeline is what you said, Tim. You started getting into them, kind of what ev- everyone else was like. Ah, I'm out. <laughs> this is too much. And but right, cause like, they hit their peak with Viva La Vida, right? That song was their was their biggest single to date. Yep. And then Milo Zilato comes out, and people are sort of like. Nah. 
I don't know. Yep. Haven't we haven't we done this already? Yes, exactly. And and to honestly, most of the other Coldplay heads in my life who who I've sort of discussed these issues mm-hmm. with, uh, they're they always say their favorite albums are one of the their favorite yes. album is one of the first three. Yes. Right. Right. Everybody. It's, it's never anything past that. No. 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 And. And they, I, and again, like they're great albums. I get why they like them. Uh, but mm-hmm. for me, I just thought, man, this is so cool. Whatever they're doing now, uh, and they were, you know, well, I'll just name Go drop ahead. our buddy Brian Eno here, right? So oh, yeah. he he came in uh, and for for the first time with Viva La Vida. Mm-hmm. And his fingerprints are very clearly all over that sucker. Um, Brian Eno, who and, worked heavily with you too, as well. I mean, he was Mister yes, Arena yeah. Rock. Yeah, exactly. Like, very he, much. So. He was Mister like ambient weird music, but he also knew exactly the DNA of a killer stadium tour. Yes, and he helped yep. them find that. Right. Yep. And and with that, like there ambitions um, just exploded because here's the thing Tim Coldplay has never come back down from space after they lifted off like they have not returned to their roots nor are they going to right mm-hmm. like they're they're not really exploring any sort of um, I guess in it like it's, it's natural I think for fans of an artist to um kind of you know you follow them wherever they go right yeah uh but i think it's also common for artists to explore their um their sound and their arc in a way that isn't a straight line from (laughs) cape canaveral to jupiter do you know what i mean yes (laughs) like they they aren't they've never kind of wandered around they've never really like had to had to deal with anything except for just hyperspeed now they did go i i'll quibble just a little bit and say that uh their divorce album the album they released right after chris martin when the paltrow (laughs) divorced was sort of a return to earth but really what it was was it was cryo sleep man like there thank yes like I, i think (laughs) <laughs> this song? Do you remember this song, dude? Oh, I do. Wow. Yep. And this was interesting because they... T- I know so much about Coldplay, man. I'm sorry. But they toured with this album in a very limited way in very small venues. So they it was a deliberate sort of downsizing. But it was not a return to human earth. Right, I think I think that's a very important point, right? Because not it didn't always, always, always get bigger and grander and more insane and more colorful, right? I mean, no, in right. general, it did, but this, like, you know, you hear these synths in here, like that is absolutely cryo sleep. Just you're like someone's been listening to Bon Iver. I mean, yeah. So, ooh, wow. But even like that's the thing, even with their you know the classic uh like divorce album which is just trending so hard these days so congrats (laughs) to chris for for jumping on that early like uh they didn't go back to the woods right no 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 no. they like it's yeah they camped out on on one of jupiter's moons right exactly Uh, and then and then after that where do they go of course yeah they they just launched right back out Yep, and we're back. It's incredible. Um, this is 2015. A head full of dreams. Because that's the thing. Every album somehow gets more Technicolor. Like, the... the the lights get brighter and the and the colors get more saturated somehow it's incredible you know matt there's this whole idea in art in general uh in music and in drama and 
of tension and release, right? I mean, yes, they're absolutely yes. Right, <laughs> that's that, absolutely true. Yes, that, that for something to to have dynamics and to be and to remain interesting, you have to have tension and then release it, and then build some more tension and then release it. Coldplay built tension for their first two, maybe three mm-hmm. albums, and then yep. for the next seven. Have they been are all released. Straight up release. Endless. Yep. It's Yes. And that's why it doesn't work, I think. It's it's I, just Yep. We're we get it. We get it, Chris. You can fill up Wembley Stadium and write a great woo chorus and mm-hmm. make some killer sing along parts, but at some point we gotta sleep. Like Yep, man. It, like they are running on the kinetic energy that they stored up from you know the first three albums truly and like i don't know if we blame brian eno entirely for that but like they they started you know once you once you do a concept album man like Mm, that's it's hard to come back yeah uh, it is hard to come back but like often you know a a common thing would be well not common but a a reasonable artistic Mm -hmm. decision uh which we've seen in many many artists is like sort of maybe a return to form or you know your uh eight track uh deep woods album or you know uh, like you know taylor swift is a good yeah 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 as with everything you know and like because that that is tension and release that's dynamics right that's that's big and loud and Mm -hmm. then that's little and soft and like there's there's movement there's motion there's interest and once you wave goodbye to Coldplay as you see them their their spaceship turn into a shooting star, like, well, what like what else can you do from that point? You know, and I and I know we're being very kind of hilariously vague and, and poetic about this, but like I feel like the Ear Buddies army knows what we're talking about. Right. I should think like Yeah, you guys get it. There's there's certainly a better way to put this, but it does like it seems to me that the 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 limits of having no limits, um, <laughs> like that's a, that's a real thing to contend with. However, yes. I do not believe that Chris Martin cares to contend with it. I don't think he's mm-hmm. at all concerned because well, he doesn't need to. No, he doesn't need to. He's he's got the entire UN waving. <laughs> pennants and flags and you know getting their led wristbands like i don't know i wouldn't stop you know <laughs> no what's the point right he has yeah been, he's been living on a different planet for like 15 years and and that's fine like gwyneth said i can't do this anymore and he was like that's cool i'm gonna keep i'm gonna keep just doing this <laughs> Lord, I don't know which way I am going. Yeah, I think it's so interesting because he has been on a different planet. And it's it's interesting to me because, you know, we talk about artists sometimes as like aliens which and like mm. they're geniuses. It's like, no, like Tom York from Radiohead, that's an alien. Yes. Chris Martin, is, he is simply an astronaut. He yes. is simply a space traveler. Why ever come back? And also, and at this point, how can you? <laughs> like, how can you? And and I think you could argue that they were sort of backed into a corner. Like how? Because yeah, they haven't been super relevant. They haven't had a big hit in a long time. But they found the cheat code. He, they found the cheat code. Just do a single with BTS. It's, it's brilliant. My universe, yeah. the song is called. No, it like I mean, am I- <laughs> this song without a BTS feature doesn't go anywhere, dude. It doesn't go anywhere. But they hitch their wagon to the biggest band on the planet, and that's the only thing Coldplay could possibly do in this moment: is find something as big as a planet and attach to it. Mm. That's right, and like, it is. You gotta call it my universe. Yeah, you do. You know, 
but then my my question and i i don't think this is that important for us to have to figure out on our own like i wonder what's next for these guys oh dude you know like where can you possibly i have i have no idea the album art for this is a freaking star chart there's nothing left to do but then again i would have said that like 10 years ago too because they were already in outer space then so i don't know man right it's i don't know it's incredible it's incredible yeah no it's no band like them no you can hate them you can think they're lame and boring but you have to you have to concede that no one is no one is doing this not yeah you could say that they were in the u2 mold for a long time but U2 hasn't done this. They No, it, truly. It's different. It's crazy. They're just... I love them. I love this band. Ugh. And I'm happy they got another number one. I, Even if they cheated, I'm happy for them. It's fine, yeah. Well, they, <laughs> like Tim, I, I, I don't think you and I are nearly as impartial on this particular issue as mm. perhaps a good podcast host and his <laughs> friend should be. But... Uh, I don't care. Like you know, like we like no. we said, if it's for whatever reason, look, this kind of nonsense <laughs> wormed its way into our genetic makeup, and it's just there. And I'm gonna like it. Yeah, I can't really help it. I'm I sorry. don't know. Yep, exactly. Show me a video of Chris Martin spinning in circles with a bunch of like stars and planets behind him, and I'm into it. Whatever. I'm in. I'll watch the I'm whole in. thing. <laughs> Ear buddies will continue in a moment. This episode of Ear Buddies is brought to you by Glazer Images. Hey, buddy. Hey, buddy. You know, uh, 29 episodes in here, and uh, it's been quite a ride for you and me. Tell me about it, and how. (laughs) (laughs) And how. Uh, But this is not just uh, fun and games for us. This is, well, this is our job. This is what we do. I don't want to say full time, but pretty close. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's our job. It's our job. It's our job. And we both have families. Uh, we both have bills to pay, and so you know we can't just do this for free. That's why you, the listener, every week uh, have to sit through some sponsors. Um, we try to keep them interesting and and diverse and in keeping with sort of the values of the show. And its hosts. Um, and, you know, sometimes uh, sometimes the payday isn't exactly what we would hope it would be, but we get it. It's an early, we're a podcast that's trying to launch off, you know, we're, we're trying to get off the ground here. And so, uh, that's right. But all of this to say that I'm thrilled to announce that Matt and I have just secured what might be the deal of a lifetime, what might be the sponsorship of a lifetime. That's right, Tim. Yeah, uh, we are thrilled to announce that uh, Ear Buddies has been uh, essentially bankrolled for, I mean, the foreseeable future, I would say. Yeah, years, I would, yeah. Yep. We're good to go here for years, yeah. Yeah, I mean, Glazer Images, uh, and we don't know the details here, but it seems that they somehow mm-hmm. uh, have come into a large amount of money, um, and they wanted... Glazer Images, we should we should just say, recognized oh, as, yes. as a premier photography uh agency in north dakota serving yep. several states um and uh, and right uh clearly business has been booming for glazer because they came to us and said we would like to 
become an Ear Buddies major sponsor. We'd like to start thing. I can't. Re- I can't reveal the numbers. Um, well, of course, of course. But let's just say they had more money than I would have expected. <laughs> if I may be candid. Well, no, and 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 I think uh, you know. In this day and age, I don't think it's gauche to discuss money because we're all we're all grinding, right? We're all hustling. Exactly. Um, yeah. But yeah, I will say when we when they uh, wrote a little number on a piece of paper and then turned it over and pushed it across the table to us, <laughs> and then we turned that over, Tim, I we, our our jaws hit the floor mm-hmm. of that restaurant. Um, mm-hmm. our eyes popped out of our heads and we tried to be um, professional and, and, and normal about it, but y- you don't really see figures like that. Um, and, and not from a, a photography um, agency in North Dakota of all places. So yeah, we, we were shocked, but, but thrilled, absolutely thrilled. Thrilled, right, exactly. Now, uh, what does this mean for you, the listener? Well, it means that uh, your favorite podcast isn't going anywhere anytime soon. That's for sure. It means you're going to hear a lot about a great company uh, <laughs> that seems to be, by all accounts, on the rise, mm-hmm. on the up and up, and uh, destined for great things. Yeah, uh, and 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 I am of course speaking of Glosser images. Yeah, we and the thing is too, Tim. Even <laughs> even before this, I you know I don't think I don't think we could say enough nice things about about these guys over at Glosser. Oh. Like we've we've seen their work. We've had friends get married, and and yep. we've had friends uh, who have had their bat mitzvahs, and we've had um, a lot of. We've seen their work, you know, and yeah. um, absolutely first class, yeah, out of this world. Itself. Yeah, I mean, so, but to have a, a, a company like that come to us and one that we already admired and respected so much, um, yeah, and with deep pockets like this, wow, I mean, we leapt at the opportunity and... I mean, we're looking forward to years uh, of a fruitful partnership. We have high hopes for uh, the future of both this new professional relationship that we've made and all those who seek photography from Glosser Images. I would say seek with confidence, book with mm-hmm. confidence. Yep. Um, get in there and... Tell them Matt and Tim sent you. Yep. You will, uh, they will not let you down. They are consummate professionals. Um, uh, they're artists, you know, like us in a lot of ways, which I think is maybe mm. why they, you know, saw a kindred spirit um, or two here on the pod. Um, yeah, truly feeling blessed. Uh, and just, yeah, like you said, Tim, so grateful. So thankful to, to be working with uh, such fine people um, like the ones over at Glosser Images. Oh, and I'm getting a call actually from their lawyer right now. So let's wrap up this ad and say thanks, Glosser. Uh, looking forward to to the rest. Hello. Welcome back to Ear Buddies. Hey, buddy. Hey, buddy. Uh, time to pivot. All right. We did enough Coldplay talk. Uh, time to time for another. See, I told you so. From the EIB network, on the golden microphone, 
It is I, <laughs> El Rushbo. <laughs> oh boy! I'm I'm smoking a cigar and I'm telling you why I'm right. <laughs> okay, El Rushbo. All right, um, R.I.P. to the great one. Uh, so, <laughs> Matt. Yeah. This is our segment where we get to uh, toot our own horn. This is where we get to say that we were correct. And not... Love that. That that, that we were correct and also prescient. That we were like Nostradamus. That's right. That we saw it before everyone else. And we let you, the listener, see it too. And don't you feel so smart? (sighs) No, that's it. Tim, that's, that's the point of ear buddies you know it is like we again our our dedicated listeners the army we all know everything before anybody else knows it and the only people who are going to talk about that and congratulate us on knowing that is each other okay it's you and And, yep yep and and um we totally understand that it's fine obviously it's cool uh, now may not be our time in the spotlight, but our day will come. Um, so today, and look, today is not going to be a, a, a furious, see, no. I told you so, not like the last time with uh, Olivia and Paramore. It's well, we going to be more of a, it's going to be a little gentler and a little bit more just like, hey, well, what did you expect, right? Um of course, of course, what I am hinting at is mm-hmm. uh, the rise of Machine Gun Kelly and his beautiful girlfriend, Megan Fox. Bleach my hair, mess it up, take my life, dress it up. We bought stock. It's like the GameStop thing. It's like we got in before everybody else. And now all we can do is reap the reap the spoils. Machine Gun Kelly. Boy, we're boy, he's everywhere, huh? He's all over the feed. He's he's everywhere uh, in just a really fascinating way because uh, he's I don't know what he's doing musically, and I don't think it really matters. No. Um, and he's got himself a hot, hot girlfriend who, hey, let's be honest, guys, we all knew her before, right? We knew her from the Transformers movies. We knew her from uh, Jennifer's Body, if you watched that. Um, she has been sort of our girlfriend as a, wow. as a group of millennials for quite a while um so now we see this pop punk mall punk mall rat like pot head earring black clothes goth type thing um this is aesthetic coming down the pike once again like it did in days of old um and they've got a whole gq profile on them uh, they've got a, you know, they're they are splashed all over our feeds and our timelines, um, and it, it is very clear that somebody out, out there, somebody up there, is really trying to make sure that these two happen for us as a society, um, and they're doing a great job. They're doing a great job. These two, they love to kiss. <laughs> they really do, and I like to... They're just always <laughs> kissing. I like to see that. I like to see some physical affection in my celebs. It is this... What is this, Matt? Is it a victory for the emo kid? Is it that... It, can, can the emo kid now stay proudly stand and say I can get the girl you know is it, mm. is it that sort of thing or do we just say this is weird <laughs> uh, 
and a one-off sort of <laughs> it's an aberration like this 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 wouldn't happen again oh uh, see that's i'm i'm willing to give a little credence to both those theories actually mm-hmm. um i guess for me it's more like um pop and emo the the aesthetic which of course is always more important than the music itself we all know this yes. uh is is now fully reignited um, mm. because once you're in, you know, you're a centerfold in GQ, um, you've that's the mainstream. So uh, I guess just again a, a gentle, a gentle. I told you so. We told you so. Um, from one of our very first episodes, we said this was happening. We that's said right. it was coming back. Um, and boy, howdy, were we ever right. And how it, it, it just feels good to be right, man. It, it does. And you know, rush, rush knew it before us. (laughs) And, and now you and I have a, have a taste of this sweet nectar being correct. It's addicting. It's the best. <laughs> oh boy, we went through a lot in this one. I'm I'm ready to just hang up. Well, let's uh have a little more uh a little more culture than that and just pleasantly say our goodbyes to one another. Yeah. Um, okay. um pal? Yeah. Always a pleasure. Always a pleasure. We've I got hope a, we don't get sued. <laughs> we've by, got a bright future ahead of us. I hope that's true. I just got off the phone, and what it, I know is that our our sponsor today is kind of litigious, and well, I just want to. It's just yeah, anyway. And it will. I hope we. Well, it'll all work out. Everything always works out for you and me, no matter what. <laughs> isn't that the, Isn't that right? I think that's right. Everything always works out for you and me. Don't sue us. We were only joking. You have bigger things to worry about. Uh, Talk to you later, buddy. Talk to you later, buddy.